Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I was so much more scared for that than anything I've done. I was sat in the dressing room, like, honestly terrified. But then I remember stepping out, lights lit up, and everyone was, like, screaming. And I was like, this is so fun. everyone i hope you're all enjoying your morning or afternoon it's near the end of summer which i'm really sad about um but today i am joined with beth bradbury beth would you like to say hello hello yeah i'm beth very excited to be here <laughs> so beth is in my college at university and she is getting ready soon to go on her placement year so beth would you like to tell us where you're going to be working yeah, so the job I've got, um, it's in Poole, which is where I'm from already. Um, and it's a charity called Stormbreak. Um, so they work with kids under 11, so primary school kids, um, to basically improve their mental health through movement. So they have these little videos that are called like a storm break. And what the charity does is go in and teaches the teachers, gets involved with the kids, shows them how to do these storm breaks. And the idea is that then I think once a day, twice a day, they do these fun, like interactive videos that gets them like moving, thinking about their feelings, you know, building relationships with people. Um, and teachers and stuff have absolutely loved it. It's in like 100 schools or so across the country, most of them in Dorset, um, but kind of spreading out. Um, they're starting in Birmingham in the next couple of months as well and, like, kind of spreading it across the country. Um, yeah, so just making sure that we're trying to ensure that these kids don't get to crisis point because, you know, CAMS and the NHS are absolutely overwhelmed. Kids' mental health has just deteriorated. Like, the statistics are shocking. I was looking through it all and just, like, what has gone on for these poor kids? They've not, you know, haven't even started secondary school yet. And yeah, so it's really cool. They do some really cool stuff. Um, and I'm going in and doing various things. My role was like all sorts. Um, so 
kind of unsure what it will be till I start, but I'm doing some video editing. Um, I'm doing some stuff surrounding like equality, diversity and inclusion and trying to make sure their programs can reach everybody that needs it, um, not just people that are kind of easy to reach. Um, and then some other like project support stuff. So all sorts going to be going on, which is really exciting. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to be helping so many people with this placement, which is, I think, what's so unique and special about yours um, is not all about what you're going to be doing and then you, as soon as you go every day you're going to be helping someone so that's amazing um, you'll be a slow burner but I think it'll be really cool yeah at the end like look back and be like oh goodness like the changes yeah. I see so are you excited to have this break from your course so your course is obviously like a four-year course are you excited to have this break yeah so happy like a big because I actually started when I started my degree I didn't realize I was going to do a place in year. I've added it in this year a big part of that was like I had loads of friends going and doing year abroad and stuff so like a big part of it was just like I don't want to be in Durham where no one is um and then having like actually gone through the process of it all I'm so grateful to have like a bit of time away I've got a bit bored of my course I absolutely so I do sociology absolutely love it but like I just wanted to actually apply it in the real world I don't like I love looking at it on paper and stuff but what I really want to do is like go out and you know see society in real life kind of thing um, rather than just sitting back and watching it on a screen or whatever so very excited to take the time out and it'll be a very different pattern of working. I kind of lost my routine completely, especially like when we just had like months of nothing, basically. Um, so I'm quite excited to go and have a nine till five and like, who knows, who knows. <laughs> um, and also I'm guessing you might be living at home, so saving a bit of money that way. Well, no, I've decided not to at home, which is probably so stupid. I'm living 10 minutes down the road, <laughs> but I just couldn't imagine I absolutely adore my parents um and I couldn't imagine doing a nine till five and then coming home and going back into like child roles you know what I mean the whole parent child dynamic I just think was yeah so I'm living with this couple so I've just I found it on spareroom.com um and yes yeah, so it's this couple who are about to actually get married so I'm going to be living with newlyweds which could be interesting um they're about 10 years older than me but it's so nice it's like and I've got a room and an office for the same price I was looking at like just like really crappy house shares basically so yeah I'm just going to do that, but I don't move in until October and my job starts September because I want to just kind of start at home, have a month and save a bit of money. But yeah, I really should have made the, the money decision, but like, <laughs> I think I'd get crazy. I completely understand. I wish for an exchange as well. Like I know I'm at home a lot in the holidays, but it's different. You know, it's still like temporary. Um, and also they're going to be two very clean housemates. You might be having some fun dinner, dinners together. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit nervous. I'll be too messy. <laughs> I was like, looking, it was pristine. I was like, Ooh, cause I can be a bit of a mess, but I'll try not to be. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you for telling us what you're studying at university. Um, one of the main reasons that I wanted to talk to you today was because you've been involved in so many extracurricular things. Um, so if we go back to first year, would you mind telling us if you were in any societies? I know COVID obviously changed it a bit, but what were you getting involved in in first year? Yeah, first year. So I did lacrosse. So I'm not really a sporty person at all. Um, but me and my friend Livia, who's in my household, we were like, let's just join lacrosse. Like, that looks really fun. And it was so fun. And that's basically how we met initially, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, some things I think um and that was so much fun I mean I'm still awful I cannot I don't think I ever caught the ball in a game but 
It's okay. I see better matches and she is not awful at all. Definitely. <laughs> I just run around and then if the ball comes to me, I'm like, oh, run away. <laughs> but no, that's really good fun. I think that was the first thing I joined in first term. I'm trying to think back. Um, and then, because, but yeah, because drama stuff is my thing, but that was really hard to do um, in lockdown. Like I wasn't very keen on like Zoom plays and stuff like that because I hadn't, I hadn't properly acted in a long time. And what I mostly do is musical theatre and musical theatre on Zoom just wasn't going to work. So I was kind of like, I don't want to throw myself and that be what I start with. Um, but I then auditioned for like a flurry of things around, I think it might have been the end of first term, first year. Um, didn't get a lot of them, which was really hard. I suddenly realised how competitive Durham, Durham drama was and like I was very out of it. I hadn't really done drama in a long time. And then I got a part in the freshest play, like literally the smallest part in the play, but it was so much fun. Um, I met one, like some of my best friends through that as well. Um, so it was the House of Bernarda Alba. Spanish because Benia Hansen was directing it and did it for his A-level, the Spanish A-level, and loved the play. It was a very weird play. <laughs> I was the maid, so I had my, like, two lines or something, but it was really good fun. Um, and that really got me into drama. That was recorded, um, and the, co- the recording quality was awful. We watched it back, and we were like, this was months of our work, and you can't even see our faces, but it was good fun. Um, and then... The end of that, I did the Foot of the Hill musical, which is Mary's musicals, no, Mary's Theatre Society. Um, and it was called Twisted. It was kind of like a Disney parody um, of Aladdin. And yeah, all sorts going on. I was, I can't remember the name of my character. <laughs> I think I died within the first act and then like came back at the end. So I was like in it, like in it, in it, in it. Then I died then loads of things happen and then I come back like no that was really good fun as well and got me back into musical theatre and that was recorded as well um but yeah that was really good fun it was recorded literally the last weekend of first year so it's all kind of crazy we had all sorts going on and then I was in in and out of the theatre but it was really good fun Sounds like you really made the most of your time I don't really remember doing too much in that end first time of first year because I remember it was like we all thought it, we, everything was suddenly going to open and we were going to be able to do so much and then it all did just shut down. But, yeah, I managed to get into something somehow. <laughs> Have you always sort of been into musical theatre, like when you were at school, when you were younger? Has it always been a big part of your life? Yeah, so I started, doing, I started going to, like, a Saturday stage school when I was, like, 10, just for something, like, fun to do. I don't think... I didn't really sing much at all. I kind of realised I could, you know, ish keep a tune having joined that. Um, And I stayed in that for like, I think seven years, eight years. It was like, it was like my life on the side of school. Um, Still have like really close friends from that. And then in school, um, I joined, they did like a musical once a year. And I did that a few times. We did Oliver, my last, the last production we did with Oliver and I was Nancy and Oliver, which was really good fun. Um, Cause I went, so I went to a all girls school. We had like a twinned all boys school. So it was also like the one time you got to like go and mingle with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good fun. <laughs> Imagine you were in a really tight knit group if you'd been there for that many years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we all got on. And doing, like, shows and stuff together does just pull you together. Like, it's absolute mayhem. Like, you do, you, you cry, you can't sleep, you, you know, all of the emotions are there, and then you're with these people. And I found the same with all the, like, productions I've done in Durham and stuff. Like, 
you come out with closer friends. Like, you know, the Mary's musical was a three-week rehearsal period. But in three weeks, you're with people so intensely that you get to know them so well. And, like, yeah, you're really thrown together. It's good fun. And you go through all that stress of, like, dress rehearsal and then, obviously, the actual performance and after as well. Yeah, and the dress rehearsal always goes awfully. It's just the way. It's just the way. Um, Because those two were quite different because they were recorded. meant you had more chance, which I didn't really like. Like, we were doing... I remember with the House of Anada Alba, um, we'd do each scene and go back and redo it. And, re- and we were in the theatre for hours. I think we ended up getting out at about midnight. There was all sorts going on as well. There was Ben fell through a trapdoor and broke his wrist as well, our director. So it was all a bit crazy, but um, because you can look back and go, that wasn't quite perfect, let's do it again. It's not quite the same as having a live audience and like just blasting through it. But yeah. It, was it must have been quite a really exhausting and grueling day going through it and going through the same scenes, I would imagine. Yeah. And we went to the library pub after because it was opposite the theatre and we were just, like, delirious. I feel sorry for the people around us. We were just, like, it was just four of us and we were just absolutely off our heads. Like, it took one drink and we were just kind of like, what, is, what just happened? What's going on? We really should have just gone to bed, I think, but... You've got to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So in a way, COVID brought out a different side to your you know, production making and everything because it was recorded. So this was the first time you'd be sort of doing it this way. Yeah. But in second year, did it get better with like, restrictions being lifted? I mean, I came and saw you in All Together Now. Um, how was that experience? Yeah, that was really fun. They, that was also felt quite different because it wasn't like one coherent um, storyline, obviously. It was just like snippets from the big hit musicals. Um, but that made it quite nice because everybody kind of had their main song um, and they had their bit. There was no like divas who were the main character because you can kind of get that um and it was such a nice cast um and it was a lot to take on because obviously with a normal musical you've got like a song and then a little bit of acting and usually the little bit of acting doesn't need as much work as the songs but this was just song after song after song and like big dance numbers some like smaller solos and group stuff but it was so much fun um and the people were absolutely great um yeah like you said, I'd never really sort of watched anything like that that wasn't one, like, main narrative plot. I mean, I really enjoyed watching you. I think, did you have three main songs? I might be wrong. Yes. I'm trying to think now. Yeah, I did. I had a solo from Thoroughly Modern Millie, which I hated. I hated the song. I, it was so, it was not my kind of song at all. Um, not my vocal range. And then I did Take a Chance on Me from Mamma Mia. That was my favourite. Mm. And then... There was one other, I just can't think what it was. No, I do I do remember thinking it was two or three. And it really did blow me away because I'd never heard you singing before. <laughs> um, does it come sort of hand in hand for you acting and singing or are they sort of different different parts for you? Yeah, that's why I love musical theatre. I really struggled in the play, realising that I've done pretty much all my acting alongside singing and it's a very different kind of you know, theatre completely, like, obviously musical theatre is very big and bold and out there and trying to scale that back for just a straight play was very different. Um, So I've always just kind of done the two together, like, 
then as well, when I'm just singing just to sing, I'm always kind of like going a bit over the top and doing the faces and the, um, yeah, it was just always a natural dancing, not my thing at all. I'm not very good at it, but when I have to, I can do a bit of it, but yeah. So unfortunately not all three come together. That would have been really good, but yeah, the two just kind of, yeah, it just worked really. Um, and in terms of the cast, had you worked with them in the first year on any of the recordings or were they all new people? They were all new people, which was interesting. Um, i trying to think. There were some people I knew in the, in, in the auditions um, who I'd kind of bumped into along the way. But other than that, they were all new people, which was really nice. Um, and I met one of my really close friends, Daisy, through that. And we were just, like, inseparable because it's that thing again of, like we were both like, we don't have any life outside of this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, we understood that and we could go through it. She's now got a boyfriend from that production as well. So um, yeah, it was really good. It was nice to meet new people. Formed a lot of strong bonds then. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the auditions like? Did you go into the audition really confident or were you a bit nervous? And then afterwards, did you think, oh yeah, I've definitely got the role or how was that for you? Oh, I was terrified because the auditions for the Mary's musical you just sent in like a self-recorded tape so I hadn't and with the other one it was a zoom audition so I hadn't gone in and done an audition in so long um and there was two rounds I think the first round was okay because I just went in in front of the panel and you know it was the director the musical director and all the people who are important and I sang a little song I sang our house from Matilda which <laughs> doesn't really show off much vocal range but it was fun it was cute uh, it was easy enough to do then didn't think that went very well at all um mm. and I got a call back and I was like oh my goodness what and the call back was terrifying because they put you into you went into a slot and there was eight of us and there's a dance call and a singing call and like I say I don't really dance so they showed us this whole dance routine I can't pick up choreography quickly at all so we then had to perform it in front of everybody I forgot half of it and then we had to learn a bit of song and perform it in front of each other and it was it was the song I actually ended up singing but like I said it was very it was very belty and I don't really do belty I do more kind of classical slow like laners kind of stuff and um yeah so I thought it was awful because I obviously sit there and these other people performed and like my jaw was on the floor they were incredible and everyone was so lovely like so so lovely and I couldn't even hit the note at the end and I was like that's awful and then I got an email and I got in and I was like what <laughs> how did this happen so hearing something was better than better than we thought but yeah it was very scary I feel like in those scenarios you always put yourself down a bit um you never yeah. think it's gone as well as you do but to fresh eyes and I'm sure I'm sure you are much better than you thought Hopefully. I mean, I got in. So (laughs) there was a bit more. I was then asked to come back later in the afternoon as well. And there was like 40 people in this room all trying a different song for some reason. And I was like, my goodness, there's so many people all going for this thing. So it was a bit scary. Um, So who sort of produced this musical? Was it a particular society in Durham? Yeah, so that was with Dulog, which is Durham's big like musical theatre one. Um, they did they did Carrie this year. They did the Adams Family as well. They do like loads of like big titled musicals, and they've been around for ages. Um, and that's really cool. But I 
I prefer the little like little college stuff to be honest I didn't manage to get involved with the college musical this year because it clashed with other stuff or you know everything just happens at the same time um, but there's something about it being a little cute college society I, I do much prefer but I do like G-Lock I've got some stash so I can't yeah. <laughs> Um, do you remember those, I think, was it three nights that All Together Now was performed? Mm-hmm. Do you remember them individually in terms of, like, first, second, third night and how successful it went in your eyes? I think I more remember, like, nights when I knew people were coming because, obviously, performing to an audience of people you don't know is a lot easier than, like... I had one night in particular. I think it might have been the same night you came. There was basically two nights that... I had people coming um, and there was one night where I suddenly basically everybody I had like 15 people in the audience and I was so scared um, but no it was good fun and the we finished on a Sunday matinee which was really weird which meant we kind of it was we performed it too and matinees are never as good you're never like I don't know there's something about it being an evening performance so that felt very flat and we were all kind of like oh we're done now and we had to take down the set and walk it halfway across Durham um, and then go to an afters. But, yeah, so I think the first couple of nights, especially the first night's always all the adrenaline, the first night nerves and, like, finally putting it on. And I think probably the second night was probably the best night, I think. Do you think that sort of tends to happen um, in this space because you the nerves of the first one, something could go wrong and you sort of straighten those out for the second night? Yeah, yeah, and then you're like stuff did go wrong and it was okay or you know it went really well so you come back for the second night and you're like let's just do it um I could never remember the lyrics to take a chance because it's very like samey but it changes and it was really because there was like backing singers and the guy the duet I was doing with this guy Steven so if I got it wrong he then like repeats what I say and I kept getting it wrong and singing like complete wrong lyrics um <laughs> I think he started to get quite annoyed by me because I just couldn't get it. Um, but there was one night when I managed to get them all right. So that was, I think that was the second night and I think that was the night you guys came and that was the best night. <laughs> yeah, because I would imagine you probably knew the song like before. So yeah. you did, like learn the lyrics as well. Um, yeah, because it's the like, it was when it repeats the verse, but slightly different and it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you did this musical. Um, would you like to tell us what else you got involved in this year? I know you were a model for a fashion show. Um, would you like to tell us about that? Yeah. So then in... So that was the, all together now's first term. Second term, I did revival. And at the same time, I was producing a show as well called Low Level Panic, which was new for me. I'd never stepped behind the scenes, but um, they were... The show was the Friday, no, that's not, that was the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Revival was Sunday. So it was absolute me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did it. And I picked up a new job at the same time at this call centre. I don't really know what I was doing. I went absolutely crazy. I didn't do any uni work whatsoever. How but, could you? You literally had no time. You were double booked, triple booked. <laughs> literally. But luckily, I think I had a break in all my essays at exactly the right time otherwise it would not have been manageable I would have been like ruining my own grades which would not have been good but um yeah so revival was so much fun I kind of auditioned on a whim um because there was like 150 auditions didn't really expect to but um it was really good fun um pushed I yeah really pushed me out of my comfort zone it felt very everyone was like oh but you do theatre stuff but it was like in theatre, you're, like, acting, you're somebody else. And this was, like, putting me on the stage for me and, like, 
modeling it yeah it really scared me but it was really good fun i hadn't thought about that before that was the assumption that i would have i thought this would just be like the natural thing for you that that was i was so much more scared for that than anything i've done i was sat in the dressing room like honestly terrified but then i remember stepping out for like i was only in two three walks and the the third one was the underwear one that everybody was in that i didn't want to be in but everyone was in so i did it and that was okay but the two walks i went on for my first one terrified lights lit up and everyone was like screaming and i was like this is so fun so once i stepped on it was so much fun and like everybody was like scattered across um yeah and it was really good fun once i actually stepped on that stage yeah I mean it was such a cool event just to be at so to partake in it as well must have just yeah. been the experience yeah it was insane I think part of you feeling like that you maybe weren't ready for this was obviously because you were doing the producing as well and that's yeah. all on your shoulders then just beforehand yeah I think I was mostly nervous I think I was angering the production team of revival like I because I because I was only in three walks they weren't big choreography ones so for me it was really just walking and stepping about a bit so I kind of felt like I knew but I kept missing rehearsals and like just little things and I was like I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry but it did all come together um but yeah it was a lot at the same time and I did want to kind of like slow down and think about it and then I was just suddenly in a dressing room about to step on stage and that was quite intense but yeah (laughs) Um, specifically how was the underwear walk I would imagine maybe afterwards you felt that it was really empowering yeah yeah because I was so scared and because they partnered with loads of people who gifted underwear and stuff and the stuff given was just like nothing I'd ever wear no support whatsoever like I was like I had a bit of a breakdown at one of the fittings. I was like, I can't wear this. But they let me just go and buy whatever I wanted, whatever I'd feel comfortable in. So that was so good. So I went to Newcastle, went to Anne Summers and found some just like the sports stuff and like felt so much better. Um, and then, yeah, absolutely terrified. I walked with Lydia, which was so nice. The two of us walked down together, like holding hands, clutching onto each other. Um, but it felt incredible. There's this one of my favourite photos ever is this one where... I'm like, I've like got to the end. I'm like holding my hands up and then there's just like the crowd clapping around me and I'm like, I did that, I did that. Yeah, it was, we came off stage and we were like, we just did that. It was very empowering. Like, yeah, for body, body confidence and all that lot really was a bit of a, bit of a pinpoint. Yeah. It must've been such a special moment in yours and Lydia's friendship as well. Yeah. It was really sweet. Um, Cause again, Lydia didn't, you know auditioned on a whim didn't think she'd get it and then we both you know it's kind of like I do a lot of this kind of theatery stuff and she does a lot of sports stuff none of our um interests ever cross over obviously we both we do lacrosse together but that was just a random thing we happened to both get into and it was really nice and then to have all our friends and our boyfriends come and sit on the same and stuff it was really cute oh amazing and then so also producing low-level panic so was this the first time you'd produced anything yeah so I applied to be an assistant producer because I'd never done it before um and the director was this girl Honor she's in Mary's as well Honor Douglas um she's an incredible director and she was co-directed with my friend Zara and I'd met those two in the play in first year so this was one that like I everyone was coming back kind of thing um and so I'd sent in my little piece my email and she was like do you know what I want you to produce I would step up and be the main producer and I was like okay um so I was co-producing with this um first year from Mary's as well called Molly um and yeah it was a learning process um almost where I had had more of a mentor I felt like a lot of stuff I was just stabbing in the dark which meant that I kind of 
could do some cooler stuff like I just kind of I decided to produce this video for it which isn't like crazy but I didn't feel like I was being told exactly what I had to do which was scary but also an opportunity to like do various other stuff which was quite cool um but yeah it was the first time I'd done you know come off the stage um and produce and I really enjoyed it um really really loved it so that was really cool yeah I saw one of the performances and I'd never seen a performance with such a small cast yeah um but I really enjoyed it because it was so much more intimate especially at the theatre it was at with the lighting and everything you must have had a good team sorting that out um yeah it just was really special um a lot more conversations um Mm. yeah and obviously um another Mary's Girl was one of the actresses Lucy Faber and she was amazing um did you feel like it went as well as you wanted it to yeah I I I absolutely fell in love with the play. I mean, because I wasn't directing it, you know, there was only so much say I got in what was going on on stage. Most of the time I was kind of rushing in and out of rehearsals. Like, I don't think I even saw the play all the way through until, like, the week off because, you know, we weren't there all the time because what we were doing was kind of elsewhere and... Yeah, so, but it was absolutely incredible. Such a cool story um, and very important, lots of very important themes that I think were done really, really well. Um, the directors, Zara and Anna, were just incredible. The stuff they did, they worked so well together as well. They had all sorts going on for themselves in their own lives and it came together really well. There was a, there was a classic, a few little mistakes. Someone rang the doorbell in the middle. Like, it was so weird. There was a theatre with a doorbell outside. I don't know if this was the production you were watching. I don't know why you'd have a doorbell that comes into the stage and someone rang the doorbell in the middle of, like, the most intense scene. Poor Lucy's on stage doing a monologue and the doorbell goes off and we were just, like, heads in hands, like... But, no, it all went really well. Just little slip-ups, but it was really good. Did Lucy... I don't I don't think it was an I was there. Did Lucy just ignore it and carry on? She managed to... Like, there wasn't... You know, she didn't kind of completely lose character but she said for her like she knew she could have done it a lot better because she's trying to get into this place um because it's quite a dark monologue um and she's and then she's of course just flustered and not quite as in it as she'd like to have been but you wouldn't we said you know you wouldn't have seen she couldn't have done it any better you didn't see that from the audience at all but of course she's gonna be hard on herself but yeah, yeah. I mean, so now you have this experience producing and it went so well. Do you think it's something that you'd want to get involved in in the future or do you prefer being, you know, actress on the stage? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I think I definitely would. I actually explored doing a baby year with Lucy's mum, actually. It came from the production, who has um, a community interest company. So it's basically a charity that... um, works with retired war veterans like through theatre and the role was going in as a producer it didn't work because it was unpaid because they didn't have any money and I was trying to live in London on no wage so it just didn't it fell through um but that was that came out of that because I was like I absolutely love this like it's putting together because I do a lot of like kind of like organizing I'm not a very organized person but I always end up organizing and planning things and it was putting together that and theater and I was like this is a bit of a dream for me um and I didn't feel like I didn't I kind of thought I'd watch it and be like oh I wish I was on stage but I was so proud of what was on there I was like happy not to be on stage but I don't think I'd trade one for the other I'd like to keep especially coming back in fourth year if I've got the time do a bit maybe like do one produce and then in one if that yeah. works um, but yeah just see 
I'm excited to hear that is that it is something that you still want to yeah. do in fourth year because you know I love going to watch and things like that um and it's good that um you know you think that you're gonna still even with a year out go back into that hopefully I mean I'm expecting I probably need to knuckle down a bit more in fourth year dissertation and things like that but hopefully I'll do a, a production or two um in the year but we'll see we'll see I think it's amazing everything you got involved in. I didn't know everything. I mean, from what all I knew, it looked like a lot. I mean, how have you managed coping with studying, moving from home, you know, relationships, and then all of these societies? How have you coped? How have you managed with all of it? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely I didn't pay my studies enough attention. They really, but basically I wish I'd done a degree that was a bit more full-on um like I wish I'd mixed it with some other stuff but that meant that I had the time I think if I'd done like a more intense degree I could not have done everything that I did do it was kind of in response to I was like I need I need more going on um but I've always kind of just had a very full plate like I come home and I have nothing to do and I hate it like I've been home alone for a week with like you know I've got a few things to prepare for this job but like I, I'm not getting up till midday. I'm like, I just need stuff going on. So I think that's just how I work best. Um, I think there were a few meltdowns along the way, um, but it always feels worth it. You know, it was that the week of revival and low level at the same time was a bit crazy, but very much worth it, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like you've got a good vision in mind. And if you say you're not organising your own personal life, you must really be in terms of everything else. <laughs> Yeah, I think because I did the I organized winter ball as well, which I'd forgotten because, of course, winter ball then didn't actually happen. Um, and that was a bit crazy because I basically didn't look at a lecture for like two, three weeks and then really had to catch up after like that was that was badly done. So I think because I that was in first term, obviously, that was supposed to be in November. I'd realised, okay, I need to kind of keep on top of stuff. So I think that was a bit of a learning curve from first term to apply in second and, like, get a bit more on top of it um, and get a bit... I'm, I just get my planner out. I love a planner. I love a note. Several all time. <laughs> I completely forgot about the winter ball. I'm so sorry. But on the day, we were just like, what's going on? And it was because of the wind. Wind. Oh my goodness, I was miserable that evening because we then had people over to kind of like celebrate it anyway, wear the dresses. I didn't, most people couldn't even get through the through the storm. Uh, and I have kind of been like, I was on a high, it got cancelled. And I was like, okay, fuck, let's just like, everyone come to my house, we're going to do it. And then I just absolutely crashed. I spent the whole evening just in my room, I cried, <laughs> calling my mum. But I, I think I learned so much. Like for everybody else, they just didn't get a ball. I still did all the other stuff. And like, although we didn't get to see the final result, like mm. I learned all the planning stuff, all the events management. So it's still like, I've used that as an example in so many interviews. This past few months um and it was definitely like a very important experience just a shame we couldn't all <laughs> enjoy yeah. together really I think what was probably as well so frustrating about that was that every other college seemed to be having their ball except ours I know this affected our college and all the prep all the sacrifices you made to put the time into something yeah. for it not to go through out of your control is so just so heartbreaking it was like We'd had everything cancelled because of COVID and the stupid wind cancels the yeah. ball. Like, how does that even happen? It was just like, this sounds, this is some kind of joke, but 
yeah we move <laughs> um, yeah I mean I remember I had like a seminar two or three in town and then there's just sort of this weird hysteria everyone was queuing outside Tesco it was almost like in lockdown when everyone was queuing for toilet roll and I was like yeah. what are you doing and then it was like this joke was like oh yeah like it's a really bad wind and it turned from such like a weird joke to literally the worst thing ever serious because did you see the photo of the car with all the bricks on it no, I didn't. It was like this wall had fallen in. It was my friend Daisy's car. And, like, I remember seeing that and being like, okay, yeah, like, it actually was. Like, I remember the night of it. Like, it was windy, but I was like, come on, we could, we would have been fine. And then seeing things like that. And there were actually a few deaths from that storm, weren't they? So I think it was, I mean, across the country, um, I think it was probably a good decision. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight. I mean, it sounds like, as you said, you got a lot out of it. Um it wasn't ideal, but you've made the best of it. The more I think about it, I actually cannot believe how much you've done, Beth. <laughs> Are you using this summer to relax or have you been super busy this summer? Yeah, I've really slowed down. But like I say, I haven't really enjoyed that points a lot because I come home and most of my home friends aren't actually home and they're off doing like placements and they're like some of them have done Camp Canada and stuff like that so it comes home and it really slows down which I think it's nice I think it's probably good for me and I'll need that before starting placement year um, and I'll be grateful for this time off and slow down but I completely run out of money basically so I have nothing to do um, the holiday was a bit of a stretch that I did go on um, but no it, it has been nice I think to slow down and and you made it work I mean did you have a nice time on holiday yes it was so lovely so it's tours in France and there was just like chateaus and cathedrals like everywhere we went to this gorgeous one like I was just stood there like gobsmacked because they had these manicured gardens that were just beautiful and I was like I want to live here yeah. but I don't think that's gonna happen sadly <laughs> I often think that when I go anywhere abroad I'm like the architecture is better the people are nicer why am I here what's going on I mean I speak no French um, and neither does Lawrence who I went with so we did struggle to kind of get about but we had to be able to translate on our side. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we finish, I just wanted to ask you, would you recommend other people to get involved in any of the societies that you've been involved in, you know, for freshers or people starting university at Durham? What would you say to them about where, what you should do, basically? Yeah. I mean, I think all the things I've done this year, like even with drama stuff, even though I've done that a lot, was like, felt like a jump into a deep end because there's so much going on so many talented people you know I've come from a not very big place where you know only a few people do drama to this place where there's just wealth of talent and intelligence and like just so many incredible people it's very easy I think to be put off because of competition or you know and it's the same with revival same with you know winter ball I'd never done anything like that before um but university is the place to go and just try something out and like there's so much going on um I think you can look at just a list of societies and it's just kind of like that's not much, you know, that's, but you get there and there's so much to get stuck into. I think just do it all and push yourself out of your comfort zone. Do something that you would never imagine yourself getting involved with because you can, that's what university's for and it's how you meet people. Um, and yeah, in drama, I would definitely recommend um, to anybody. So Durham DST, Durham Student Theatre is such fun. Um, and there's so, there's like 40 different theatre companies that are like, and they're all like, 
they've got their own little niches basically so there will be a space for everybody like some of the theatre stuff that goes on would never be something I do but it's exactly somebody else's cup of tea so DST is definitely one to get involved with either techie or you know producing directing or actually acting singing so much fun definitely Thank you, Beth. Um, thank you so much for talking with me today. I'm so excited and glad that you're someone else who's going to be there in fourth year because um, yeah. I'll be there as well because I just feel like it's gone so quick and to say goodbye after this year would just be crazy. I wouldn't be able to do it. I know. No, this has been fun. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, Beth. I hope you enjoy the very last bit of your summer and good luck for your placement. You and you. Thank you. That's fair. Bye. Bye. 